Welcome back to another podcast here in the Rams Den. And today I'm joined by a very controversial guest, actually. This is Molly Elwood. Um, Molly here is the founder of Elwood's Organic Dog Meat, which is, I believe, the only fully organic and humane dog meat producer like in the world. Am I right saying that? Yeah, I mean, we haven't done a lot of research into other places, but definitely the only one here in the U.S. Right, right, right. I mean, I, I've only seen like, you know, the horror, the horrors of like Cambodia and stuff where they're like, just such bad, you know, so inhumane and just the conditions are so horrible. So um, I, I'd never seen like a high, as high quality as yours, which is why I've, I've spoken about you guys in a few videos and stuff as well. And I'm happy to have you here. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So, I mean, let's just dive into it. I mean, most farmers just go for like, you know, the standard like chickens or pigs or cows. I mean, what inspired you to go and start farming dogs? Like, I suppose I'm asking, what's your story? What's the story of the farm? What's your story? Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's actually a farm that was started by our step uncle back in the 80s. Um he was always farming his own dogs uh, just for himself. And then he he started sharing it with his neighbors and they, you know, really, they, they, they liked it as well. So they then went to the farmer's markets that he started selling there. And then it just kind of, it kind of, you know, snowballed from there. He was doing, he started with corgis and then he did Labradors, which is now one of our staples. Um, and then my, my husband and I, we used to be, um, we used to be vegan and we used to be, you know, we were doing like um, Iron Man type stuff and we just mm. weren't getting enough protein and we didn't, you know, we tried, we, we were just, it just wasn't working out for us. So we didn't do any research on how to fix it. Instead, we just started eating meat again. And then we went back to mm. our uncle's house and ate um, just an amazing holiday dinner. And after a few glasses of wine, we were like, you know, why aren't we doing this? We need to get out of the city. I want to get back in touch with the roots. I want to be back, you know, really connected to the land and get back to things. So we moved out of the city, moved out with our step uncle actually, uh, mm. on his property. And we just started, you know, we, we doubled his production within a year. And, uh, mm -hmm. so yeah, we've been, we've been part of the farm for about five years now. Um, and okay. things are going great. It's amazing. And I love hearing the story of, of you know, your ex-vegan story, how you, instead of, you know, wasting time, like going to like a doctor or nutritionist, like a lot of people, you know, actually not a lot of people do that. And I think it is the, the right way is not to do that. And instead to right. not only in your case, you not only went for meat, you went specifically for, for dog meat, you, you know, which yeah. by the sounds of things, it worked out for you. Yeah, so yeah, I but... mean... The great the right thing, about, thing to do. Yeah, dog meat's yeah. great because it has a lower cholesterol, lower carbon footprint, better for the planet, better for your heart. Um, and it's just, a, you know, it's a it's a really untapped resource that we're not taking mm. advantage of. And we're really hoping to share that with more people. It's good that I like that you're not into like the full extreme carnivore diet, though. Those guys think cholesterol is a good thing. And you're, you're like looking at the low, you know, you stick into the science, even yeah, though, no. you know, you've gone. Yeah, uh, I think that's it, really important. It's very balanced. You know, we're still we're still eating vegetables, but, you know, there's no there's nothing as protein rich as, you know, a, a side of corgi legs or something, you know, alongside mm. your 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 kale. I imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. Never tried it. Well, no, I've not tried the corgi legs yet. I've tried mm -hmm. the, um, what was the type? The corgi hot dog. That, right. that I had, as, as I made a video about that recently, mm -hmm. you know, promoting the corgi dog. Um, and, and a couple of people have gone on about Labrador steaks and they keep saying it like, or the, I think there's a German shepherd steak, a Labrador steak. Um, I, I think they were just a little bit out of my price range last time I checked, but, um, but yeah, yeah, I'd be happy to do like a little promo video for you guys. Yeah. I'd love to send some to you. You know, it, 
it's the higher price point is because it's free range, you know, and the, they're grass fed, grass fed. They're not kept in cages. So we can't have as many of them. So it ends up being a higher price point, but you know, pretty soon grass fed is going to be available, available to everyone. You know, we're hoping to right. lower that price point. And let, let's go through your offerings. Cause I've just mentioned a few there, the Corgi hot dogs or like just Corgi dogs, I suppose. Corgi, I mean, they're literally hot dogs. I mean, there could be a better name in there somewhere. Just, <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. still working on marketing there. Yeah. Right. Right. So you Corgi hot dogs, Labrador, German shepherd steaks. What else, what are the breeds and, and types of meats do you uh, guys do? We do, we do Husky. Uh, we do sea spaniel, which is funny. It's kind of like a funny name for it, but it actually has like a softer pinker. It's kind of more fish like. Uh, so right. we do like, we have the free range sea spaniel. Um, we do, okay. uh, Pyrenees. Uh, we, we actually harvest the hair from the Pyrenees so we can use it in, uh, ta- uh making fabric from it. It's very warm. It's really dense. Um, right. So that's great. Uh, we do You're making pom- the most like every part of the animal, right? Which is exactly. so, so important. No, nose to tail. That's, you know, if we're going to yeah. honor the animal, we have to use every piece. Um, so we do Pomeranians. Um, our uncle learned how to uh, make the Pomeranians lay eggs. It's very strange, I know. But there is some breeding. We don't really get into it. But we have these Pomeranian eggs that are delicious. Um, we, And then we do golden golden retriever milk. And mm. uh, and because we have golden retriever milk, we do have veal steaks because of that. The, the veal puppies, um, very mm. tender, really popular around the holidays. We sell out every year. Wow. I... I, I... I want to ask about the eggs, but I also I don't want to ask about the eggs. It seems like something. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Are we just gonna are we gonna bypass this? So yeah, I think gonna we should just bypass that. Oh, I don't. Okay. You know. Okay. I think it, we. You know, it was some crossbreeding, some you know, right. some DNA swapping. So I'm not really quite sure what. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it it, it you know. It's it's this, they do the same stuff with chickens, right? So it's not, it's not right. any different crossbreeding and the right. Know. No, no, and they're bred they're mm. bred to uh, lay a lot of eggs that they don't they don't they're not able to survive very long because of mm. that. So that we always have a steady supply of pomeranians to eat. We our picnic breeds are some of our most popular as well. Besides the Labrador, the picnic breeds are Chihuahuas, um, Yorkies. Um, mm these Pomeranians, these small ones that you can, you know, one for a family for one family meal, you know, you can right. fry it, take it to the, take it to a ball game, you know? Right. Right. It's, and also you mentioned the, the Labrador milk, which actually I was looking into recently and I, I found that just like with the Hindus and the cows, there are actually people that look to the Labrador as, as like a, like, a, like a, some kind of deity or some kind of holy animal. And and I'd realized that you, since you guys are like the only company, the only people out there who sell Labrador milk, you must be making bank off of that, of you know, oh, these, yeah. these spiritual, these religious people. <laughs> Some of that, not a lot in our region, but there is, it is mm. a, pe- there's a lot of people who are looking for, especially raw milk, you know? Mm. So we have mm-hmm. these, uh, oh, yeah. we have, we have these shares, you know, some places it's, some places it's illegal to buy raw, to drink raw milk unless it's from your own animals. So our, um, a lot of our, uh, customers are also co-owners of specific dogs. They, you know, they get to right. name them, they get to meet them and then they get their own, you know, nice. gallon of raw milk a, a week from them. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I saw some videos of them, um, 
these, these groups that with the Labrador milk, like kind of pouring it on the statues to to pay homage to the you know to the oh, yeah. to the deities and so it's really it's really <laughs> it's really heartwarming to see that such a you know for you guys it was a business decision is actually being used for like spirituality as well as people who want yeah. the raw milk like those kind of what are they calling themselves this new movement of um you know going back to raw like going back to like the roots there's like a name for them I can't i'm not sure what that is ancestral uh, living that's the one right ancestral right, right. Living. yep yeah there yeah, is so a, you're, you're pleased. yeah something for everyone isn't there yeah like, it's really it's, you know it's it's people who are looking out you know to improve their health people looking to connect back to their roots people looking to just try something new foodies i mean foodies are mm. just this untapped market they're just they're hungry for everything and they want to eat everything no matter what so we're here to you know what whatever's clever whatever you need yeah, farm. Oh, it's smart. That's a good. It's really line. smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna get into something a little bit more tricky now, and and but yeah. I'm sure you're prepared for it because you know people mm-hmm. people want to know with them being dogs, mm-hmm. it, it, surely they're more difficult to handle and farm because dogs are like they're smart, right? I mean people people spend a lot of time with them. People know how smart they are. So so like how does it work? I mean surely they're some of the smarter ones, like uh, the, you know border collies, for example. I mean they could figure out how to escape pretty easy right so so how yeah. how are you managing this with the with them how are you stopping them from figuring out how to oh know, man and, and, and also with the sorry just to follow up with you know they they know what's going on they've got the great sense of smell and stuff surely they know when when the end of the time is coming and you, you're going to take them off to be you know right. processed so, so how right. are you dealing with this whole process talk me through so- it all of it. I mean, nobody talks about how much farming is mending fences, you know, me- metaphorically right. and physically. We're out there every morning making sure there's no breaks in the fences. Oftentimes, uh, you know, dogs may get out and we have to get them back from the neighbors and just, you know, hope that they don't keep them. You know, some vegan activists mm. will come out and try and steal our dogs from us. And they're like, oh, I found it. Right. But yeah, like, that's still our problem. Dog rescuers. So, and dog re- yeah. People, it's, right? yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, they think that these are companion animals, but these are raised for it. These, you know, these are not pets. And so, like right. you said, similarly, they're very smart, but again, not pets. So we, we do, uh, we, we do a lot of kind of, you know, I don't want to say aggressive, but you know, a, a lot of, it's not training, right? These dogs aren't trained. So it's a lot of, um, we have a lot of aggressive, uh, corralling setups that we use to move them, especially moving them from place to place. Um, mm, right. and the free, the free range ones. Um, we have, uh, it, the, um, when it comes to like the smaller ones in large and large, um, we have a lot of a lot of sheds that have a large quantity of animals in them, and we have okay. you know we have rules about who's even allowed in the shed. Like we do farm tours, and you can't go in them; it's just too dangerous. Um, sure. sure. But uh, your second question, your second question was. Um, yeah, about the so so. I mean, because of their sense of smell. Oh yes, they, yes. And their intellect. Surely they know something. You know, something's coming. Yeah. Like yeah. So, yeah. So how do you handle some of, that? Some of them. I mean. You could guess, but I think we're kind of anthropomorphizing them a bit to think that they understand okay. what's going on. Um, right. We do we do separate them into different groups. Like if you know if it's sl- if it's harvest day, we will um, take that take the group that is going to be harvested. We'll move them to a separate barn while they'll get to calm down a little bit more before you know one by one. We uh, we make sure that no no dog sees another dog get slaughtered. That's just you know mm. personally something that I I care about. Um, mm-hmm. But we do have we have a mobile butcher who comes for the larger breeds, and um, then oh, we yeah. have staff on hand that does does the smaller picnic breeds. The picnic breeds though are much different. They are just you know they're they're just not as bright, so they're right slaughtered all at once. But yeah, 
little bit easier to deal with than like yeah. uh, I get it kind of maybe, maybe similar to a like a kind of chicken processing kind of yeah, thing like it, small or easy to move around and in fact in fact the um our chicken harvesting um plant was uh formerly I mean our our chihuahua harvesting plant was formerly a chicken harvesting one um we just uh, moved in there okay. we use all the exact same things you know we use the same methods the right. the cone for the neck the hooks to hang them you know the the, the, scal- the scalding to remove the fur yeah yeah, smart, smart. And with the yeah. bigger ones, I guess it would be the same as other large animals. Like, I mean, right. well, actually, well, how does it work? Because I know with with pigs, they use a, they they put them in a the, the gas chamber and gas them to to knock them out, and then or kill them. Actually, sometimes it kills mm-hmm. them. And if they're not dead, then they you know they're unconscious and they slit yeah. their throats. And then with the cows, because they're bigger as well, they don't they can't gas them. They're too big to go in these chambers, so they just like bolt them in the head and then cut the throat. So your the biggest dogs you would have are not probably. They're not, they're not as heavy as a pig, let's say. So um, I guess, there's, yeah, how there's do, you do? do you do? Do you go for, we, yeah. We, we, do, we do a bolt gun um, on okay. our large, on our largest breeds, our um, Mastiffs, our St. Bernards. They are, they are stunned before, before their mm. throats are slit. So, um, okay. and then we do, we do have, we do have one gas chamber that we use for our medium sized breeds. Our Labradors are all gassed, all humanely gassed. So they are not conscious okay. when the time comes. It's important, isn't it? I think. Mm-hmm. I think, especially, you know, now we know so much about animals, and and we know that they these these, these stunning methods. Uh, you know, in the past, I guess there wasn't a lot of importance on them. Animal welfare wasn't really a big big thing, but now the people are demanding it. Right? They they, they don't just want right. any meat. They they want to make sure that there's some humane killing going on. So that's right. it's great that you guys are on board with that. And um, yeah. actually, I skipped this point. I want to step back a second because because yeah. you know you have a lot of dogs out there. So are, are you just I mean, it's business, right? Are you just waiting for them to, to, to breed? Are you just leaving to it? Or like, are you getting involved like some of the f- other animal farmers do, you know, they artificial insemination kind of stuff? How yeah. do you guys do it? We we do a lot of selective selective breeding ourselves because we're trying mm. to breed for size. We want to make sure that we maintain, um, maintain the lineage. So yeah, le- my husband, Landon, he does all the insemination, all the dog insemination himself. Um, right. Smaller picnic breeds, they take care of business themselves but uh okay. yeah the larger ones where we're out there you know with the gloves mm. on you've seen it it's not very glamorous yeah. but you know yeah it's back you know yeah, it's really yeah. it's what our you know relative our, our ancestors have done for sure ever. yeah for sure for sure and it, and you are you that's an interesting interesting question i like to ask the farmers this actually when, because it, it intrigues me you know wh- where are they where are you getting the um the sperm from like, I mean, you, are you are you taking it from your own dogs and then doing it manually so that so it's more effective? Yeah. Or are you buying it from somewhere else? Yeah. Well, since considering um, we're one of the you know only only dog breeders who are who's doing this at this um, this level, I guess you'd say sure. the scale, um, the scale, and this, but also just yeah. this level of professionalism too. That we are oh, okay. we are we are the providers of it. We are that we we are we harvest the sperm ourselves. Sometimes we actually uh, even give it to other people who are doing backyard breeding themselves. Um, wow, but yeah, okay. we we har- we harvest it ourselves. We have um, we have a, f- a few studs that are uh, our go tos. Um, we use um, some. Uh, you, I don't know if you'll, you'll, I've never said this to people, but you know, whatever. Okay. Um, we do the electro, the electro ejaculation to, in, in order to ensure that we can get the most, the most sperm and that, you know, it's, it's fine. You know, they may, yeah. it's, it's fine. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't want to sound like 
you know, this might be nasty to say, but I, I, I mean, I can't imagine it's that bad for them. I mean, they are ejaculated at the end of the day. So I know. I mean, I mean, it's all right. I they mean, come back. They come back to do it again right, in the morning. Right. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. we bring. I, mean, them I know in, some but, people yeah. who pay for that to be done to them. So, <laughs> exactly. You know, especially yeah, some, yeah. somewhere like Berlin, you know. So mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's all so so. All right, we got to get to the the bit that I guess some people listening to this like, what the fuck is going on here? So so you know, it's controversial, right? What you're doing, isn't it? I mean, dog a little, all, yeah. right? Although dogs, it's becoming more and more normalized. There's still a massive, massive amount of, especially the population of the West, that's like really just doesn't, I don't, just can't get on board with it. So right. so, talk to me about some of the controversies you've seen since you started up the farm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we get a lot of death threats. That's just huge. We get phone calls every day. Um, I just published one this morning. It was just, he just, mm. some guys just called me a sack of shit. And I'm like, were you up at four this morning, you know, helping euthanize puppies that, you know, were hypothermic. I just, you know, we go through such hard work and they, um, yeah. th there's no respect for, for the work we're doing. Um, yeah. Death threats, uh, you know, emails, people coming, you know, trying to find out, you know, where, where we are. I mean, and I, you can come mm -hmm. visit the farm and I'm just look at our website and you can come, you can right. come to our farm. You don't have to threaten me, um, threaten to burn down my business or yeah. It, it, I mean, yes. it is, they're graphic. It's very graphic. And this is, you think this is like the vegans, animal rights activists, this kind of, this, these are the ones doing it, or do you think it's a lot of the general, you know, general you know, what's funny, well? you know, what's funny is the mm. vegans are, that have been the most supportive, um, you know, mm. uh, they, they, because they understand that all animals are equal. So they are leaving us actually leaving us alone. They're so busy protesting animals, you know, animal agriculture as a whole. It's not like they're just going right. to me, you know, it's mostly okay. meat eaters who are, who are, who are against us and they reach out and they, they, okay. you know, they're, Chomping on a chomping on a chicken while yelling at me for my chihuahua. That I mean, mm. it, yeah, yeah. It's like every year with I mean, you know, when Yulin comes around every year, and and we see a lot of animal rights activists get upset. Obviously, is the they're right. animal rights activists, but then a lot of meat eaters get upset and they make posts and stuff about Yulin Dog Fest. So it doesn't surprise me that. They're, pro they're upset about Yulin Dog Festival. Of course, they're going to be upset about you as well. But the no one's answering the question, why are you upset? Or, you know, why are they giving you death threats? Why are they not giving death threats to the chicken farmer as well? It's then? I mean, or, and it's so, it's so, it's so hypocrite. I mean, it's so ridiculous because dogs are dumber than pigs. Dogs are dumb. Right. So why, I don't see why we would care so much about them if we're still eating bacon. You can reach out right. to me when you've stopped eating bacon and then you can yell at me about my dogs. But until then, I mean, where's, yeah. And as a, as a former vegan myself, I get the passion and I get the rage. I get the wanting to like, I was at a festival once and a drunk man took, went to my table and he wiped everything off of it. And he was, right. he was so upset and he is a meat eater. I don't, I don't get, you know, mm. Yeah, no, it's weird. And so when you, uh, excuse me, when you get these kind of comments and, you know, let's say on, online and you, you got your socials, I know you're on, you cross Instagram, yeah. Facebook. Um, I don't know if you're on something like TikTok and stuff as well. Yeah, but, I'm uh, all yeah. the socials. I right, you're on TikTok. I mean, TikTok must be an absolute. TikTok is a cesspool of a of a, of a platform. I I hate it. So <laughs> I, I, I quit it completely. I deleted oh. the app. I'm so, so done with it. <laughs> I I just post videos. I don't really engage. Um, sure. It's just it's a Smart. place to keep. It's a place to keep. I publish a lot of the uh, voicemails that I get. A lot of the hate messages are uh, all yeah. published on TikTok just because it's a 
documenting for later. Yeah. And then so when you get these kind of comments on socials, then so that they're leaving, you know, like, how are you, what do you, you don't engage too much, I suppose, but when you do engage, what, what do you respond with? How, how do you yeah, try and get people to like, you know, back the fuck off, leave you alone? <laughs> Uh, I, well, for the most part on Facebook, I have an autoresponder. You can choose different, different paths to go. So, um, one of them just tells you to, uh, go to the website and read all the way to the bottom. And if you haven't read, uh, keep reading cause it's like a puzzle and you're going to figure it out. And, uh, yeah, you'll find out that it's not real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cool. know how to get to that spot. No, yeah. well, I mean it's great. I mean, twenty <laughs> minutes of twenty minutes of solid farmer uh, talk, <laughs> and now we can finally reveal for anyone who's stuck. I mean, I can't imagine anyone's going to stick around <laughs> if they're really upset to this long. But yeah, none of it's real, guys. This yeah, is all. No. Uh, it's all a spoof. It's all a. Uh, it's it's a spoof website. Okay, um, Elwood's organic dog me is a um, vegan vegan message it's, it's a i don't even call it like it's a vegan vegan activism it's a it's a kind of social experiment with a vegan message well, well how would you define it really what I you're doing a, here i call it an art project i guess yeah. it's um it's a it's a it's a v it's a vegan journey you go on a vegan journey of through my satirical website where it starts off you know i take all the content from actual farmers websites and i put it on my website Except for as you as you scroll down, it's like, why are you mad? <laughs> and then uh, at the end, it reveals it reveals the truth and talks you through the emotions you're having about what you're yeah. reading. It's brilliant. You've you've tricked so many people with this website. Um, it's and it's it's not it's not been that long, has it? How long have you how long have you had this up for this the fake company? A year and a month or so. Yeah. And it's already done like it, it's done the rounds, you know, it's really yeah. been around. It's caught so many people. So let's 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 do the real you now. OK, uh, <laughs> let's yeah. give people the truth. Yeah. So. All right. Like so. So just in case anyone's not following here, or confused because I want to talk past people because it's easy for us because we know what it is. Right. right. Just to be clear, this Elwood's Organic Dog Meat is is a fake website, fake Facebook, fake Instagram. I mean, they're all real accounts, but the company doesn't exist. There are no dogs. Yeah. There are no dog farms. There is no dog farming. There is no dog meat. Okay. Just make that hundred percent clear. Cause some people will watch this and they, they will think they won't get it. Trust me. Right. So we have to be super clear. Yes. It doesn't yes exist. Very clear. Yes. Okay? There, Everyone I, calm down. Mm. <laughs> Everyone calm down. Um, it's, it's all vegan messaging. It's to get people to realize, you know, and, and we'll get to that now. So tell me your actual story. Okay. Um, include your vegan story as well. And yeah. then th what led to the moment where you thought, Hey, do you know what's going to be a great idea <laughs> to make a, a fake <laughs> dog meat farm and try and get everyone to believe it's real? Oh, okay. So, um, I've been vegan over six and a half years now. Um, yeah. and it took me a long time to get here because I was vegetarian. I mean, vegetarian for quite a few years before that and pescatarian and, you know, I was just, I, I feel like every step of the way that I was trying not to be vegan <laughs> and I did, you know, until uh, one night I saw a video of chicks going into a garbage can and I went, what am I looking at? And I was vegetarian being like, I'm helping the animals. I'm not eating animals. I'm, yeah. and I thought, and I thought vegans were just people who are really obsessed with health. I didn't know what oh, right. the, it, the message had never gotten through to me. So yeah. I had one dark night of the soul, you know, looking, <laughs> why do vegans not drink milk? What, what is, yeah. So, uh, 
I went vegan after I went vegan after all that. And um, I'm a writer. I work. Uh, I'm a. I'm. A, I write in advertising, and I write for myself. And so, I right. you know tried to. You know, I tried to get into activism. I, was, I felt like if everyone knew what I knew, of course they were going to go vegan immediately. And it's so funny. You show people that video of people sorting chicks into a garbage can and they mm. don't care. And you're like, I hate people. Um, <laughs> so I was writing blog posts and things like that and um, was trying to find out what, how is it that I can help change, change people's minds. Um, but it actually what came down to was um, – trying to find the perfect vegan bumper sticker. And I didn't think it existed. And I'm looking everywhere for it. And you've got like peace and you've got like imagine world peace. And oh, it's just like, I love vegan and I love chickens and vegan is love. And I was talking to my husband whom we were sharing the car with. And so the, he, the bumper sticker had to speak to him too. And he was like, no, mm. I, and he's vegan. Um, and so we were, we were like, it should, he was, he wanted it to talk about the logic. And as we were listing this mm -hmm. bullet, this bumper sticker keeps getting bigger and bigger. And then we're like, <laughs> what is the, like, we realized that we thought Elwood's dog meat was just funny. And we thought that that would, our last name's Elwood. We thought that yeah. that, that would make someone have to look it up. They would have to go, what, why does this exist? And so we thought we'd just do one bumper sticker, Elwood dog meat. And then the second bumper sticker is like, why are you mad, bro? You eat pigs. Like, and just, <laughs> and leave it at that. And then we're like, right. so that was the initial thought. And then I went, I know how to make websites. I should just make a website and put that on the bumper sticker. And then I was like, maybe I should put this on social media. And then it went viral. And suddenly a year and a half later, I run a dog meat farm. <laughs> So it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. It was definitely not intentional. And I just feel just hashtag blessed, you know? <laughs> it's a great story. I love how it came. So it came about so naturally as well. Just like, you know, it, it's, it makes complete sense how you came to that conclusion and I love it. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've really enjoyed promoting it as well and like messing around with the, um, you know, the, the sponsored sponsored videos. I'll do oh, loads God. more as well. I'll do loads so more. Good. <laughs> it's, I think, you know, one thing it's, it's rough to have like, kind of like what we did at the beginning to have like a sustained mm. conversation about it because it is so ridiculous. It is so much better to talk about like the, um, the website and the interactions. I, I've had a booth at Vegandale twice and these interactions where people just ask you questions. They're like, is this real? And you can just stare them in the face and you're just like, I don't see what the problem is. And you wait, this it's, it's a conversation they have to have with themselves, not necessarily yeah. with me. So yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. What What's the, so let's do this. So what, what is the um, like funniest reaction you've had either online or in person when they've seen this? <laughs> I, it was, it was the drunk man at Vegandale who, okay. he, I, <laughs> And it's funny because so many people at Vegandale are, you know, are not vegan. They are people here for a food and music festival. Uh, and okay. I was in, you know, in person pretending to be selling dog meat at a very legitimate looking booth. I have a menu, I have everything and I just stay in character. And, uh, so he, he was holding my brochure in front of me and he goes, is this real? And I said, why wouldn't it be? I don't see what the problem is. And he holds my brochure up and he tears it slowly in front of me. And I think he's being dramatic and funny. And I'm like, Hey, those are, those are expensive. Don't do that. And he, um, then he, he did, he, he took my, he took everything on my, on my table and he wiped it all off on the floor and he oh, started wow. yelling at me and vegans had to step in and like 
physically protect me from him as he was oh, screaming. Man. And it was just, we're trying to tell him it's not real, but because of the amount of alcohol he right. consumed, he, it didn't right. even resonate with him. So, uh, but he will never forget the day uh, that he uh, tore down a, uh, a vegan booth at a vegan festival. <laughs> Some troll. It's so funny. So that but, would be, I guess, would he count as the funniest and also the angriest? Or have you had angrier And scariest than and scariest? Yeah, right. I don't, so I don't do a lot of stuff in person. I do, I mean, okay. I, I, I've only I've only done the booth twice. Other activists have have taken you know I've worked with them and sent them designs and brochures and stuff, and they've set up tasting. So they probably have different stories. Um, voicemails are hilarious. The um, the death threats. I mean the death threats, or it's not, it's like threats of violence, and they're so creative. And I think about like if I get mad at someone, I'm like, you stupid asshole. Like, I don't get that far into it. These people are so creative. It's like, I hope you trip over a rake and it, you know, smacks you over the head and your sister, you know, your sister gets raped and she's watching you. And it's like, it's so many levels of, and it's all, oh, it's I, not to put in rape in there just casually, but it is just, it's horrific. It's the horrific things that I'm not going to list, but it's so creative. And I'm like, these people are having a vegan emotion like that's what you want to right i want to hit someone over the head with a bat if they're doing something to animals and i can't stop it so i'm gonna uh, yeah and that that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> the point isn't it it's the point yeah. you're trying to show them that they right. have more in common with the vegans that are, and they're just basically yeah. being inconsistent inconsistent's a nice word hypocrite mm-hmm. is a not nice word but they mean the same <laughs> thing don't they basically right, right? that's what someone's being and yeah. why why do they get angry about dogs specifically, um, in your opinion? What is it that makes drives them to insanity about dogs? <laughs> they have a dog in their home. They have a dog in their lap when they're reading this. You know, it's so much easier for them to 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 feel and to connect and 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 feel the, and feel they also can stop it. They feel you know mm. it. it it is recently illegal in the United States to stop it. And so for like, there's the righteousness of being like, I'm going to call someone and I'm going to put a stop to this and it's not going to continue, which is something we vegans don't have. We can't be like, I saw you mm. doing that and we're going to end it. So I think, right. I think, I think they feel buoyed by um, having the law on their side. Maybe. It's uh, a good point though, actually, because they will sit there all day and criticize these, look at these stupid Peter activists. And then they see your farm and they're like, Hello, Peter. <laughs> yeah, that is so funny. It's like what people tag Peter all the time. They're like, Peter, don't, how do you know about this? I'm like, remember you hate Peter? <laughs> that's that's brilliant. Uh, oh my god. I, I also do have a list of like I had a screenshot of it was it was all the places people said they were calling. They were like, I'm calling the government. I'm calling the ASPCA. I'm calling Peter. I'm calling my, you know, I have a I have a phone number. So they find the area code where it's located and they call the police in that area i really need to call them and be like how many phone calls do you get about me just curious do they know and do they know the situation do you have you told the police like do you inform them like hey this isn't real like don't worry no no i hope they come looking for me i don't (laughs) (laughs) i love the idea of them trying to find me and they're gonna pull up like at my house i don't even have a dog so (laughs) (laughs) you'd have to god you'd have to film that um that would be too Mm -hmm. good you know, like a body <laughs> cam or something. Have you got a body cam for when these crazy face-to-face things happen? Like, I mean, did you, no, for example, I did anyone film one. that crazy guy? Nobody Not, yeah, filmed please, that one. God, no. But at, v- at Vegandale, we did film, we did film some stuff. And um, yep. so we're going to try and put together a little thing for that. So 
that'll be brilliant. So, mm -hmm. and and the the point of all this, so it's not your point. Let's let's be clear here, because some people might just think you're just like an expert level troll. I mean, you you are trolling. I mean, to be fair, yeah. but you're yeah. not. It's not like that's the aim. It's just okay, troll and then leave it. No, like, you're trying to follow up and and you know, like the point is to point out that inconsistency and then right. and then you know they read the website and follow up. So let's talk about like the people who have been positively affected by this because I, right. I i've seen some myself right yeah. so tell me like uh, i don't know a couple of st i don't know if you have one or two standout stories of someone mm -hmm. who's really been you know positively impacted yeah. yeah so um like i said i have these auto responders and the website isn't it, it's fun it's really fun and funny to talk about mm. but really it is serious you know the website the website leads you down once you get to the point where you're like where the jig is up and we tell you that it's not real you know we're telling you the emotions you're experiencing are very real and they're because you're realizing um the experiences you're uh, sorry the emotions you're feeling about about the dogs and now the emotions you're feeling when you find out that this is not real and we're trying to trick you this is your cognitive dissonance this is this feeling of um where my ethics don't align then there are these, I have these supporting links on the website that you can go to. And mm -hmm. one is um, FAQs based on Earthling Ed's book, uh, The 35 Excuses of, of Against Vegans, um, ta talking to just basically summarizing the logic behind it. There's a page with resources that talks about the sentience of animals, the impact on the environment, the impact on people. So if you if you click one of those paths on Facebook, you'll be led to there. If you send me an email, you get an autoresponder that is going to tell you all the same thing. So like, mm -hmm. I, I'm not meaning for you to just have a laugh and leave. This is, um, yeah. this is an emotional journey and you need to, I'm hoping people will try and figure out why this exists. So there are many people who have messaged me to say, you know, on one end of the spectrum, it is people just saying, I get it. I'm not going to change, but I admire what you're doing, which just, I mean, mm. that's the beginning I've planted. This person's, this is the first seed that's been planted for him that mm -hmm. they get the vegan perspective. I'll have other people going, I get it. I don't, I'm not ready to change, but I'm willing to make a few steps. Can you send me some tips? Then I have other okay. people who are like, I, I, one woman was like, I was crying, holding my cat trying to figure out if this was real. And my God, you got me. I don't think I can ever eat any meat again. Help me. What do wow. I do? Um, and my favorite, my absolute favorite is I've published this voicemail on, um, on my platforms. And I always have to frame this because I try and stay in character. So I frame this as like, that wasn't what I meant at all. What are you talking about? That, you know, <laughs> why am I losing all these customers? This is not what I want. Um, it was a woman who called three times. And the first time she called, she's like, I'm just, she's very friendly and very polite. She's like, I'm just curious about what you're doing. She thinks it's real. I just, I'm just curious right. about what you're doing. I want to hear like, I've never heard of anything like this. And it's just so weird, but you know, I'm, I just wanted to hear more, you know, give me some information. She hangs up. She calls back again a few minutes later and she goes, oh my God, haha, ha, so funny. I get that it's funny. What a funny joke. I didn't, I, I hope that my first message is just, you know, a joy for you just because it's so funny. Ha ha, good job. She hangs up. She calls back a third time a few minutes later and she's not laughing. And she goes, hi, it's me again. I just realized what you're doing and I realized that it's not a joke at all. And she has these very long pauses and she says, 
she owns land where she farms veggies and her husband has been talking about bringing chickens and cows in and she didn't know how she felt about it. And this is the first time she realizes that she doesn't want that at all. And she says, she says, up until now, veganism to me has been such a joke. It's such a trope. You know, it's something to be made fun of. And now I truly get it. And, you know, and she pauses and her voice catches and it's almost like she's going to cry. And she says, I just want to thank you for this. This was really wild. And you guys are doing some really stand up shit. And thank you. And I was like, I'm, I hear this voicemail and I'm just, I'm at work. And I just like tapped in just for a second to hear a new voicemail and I'm crying. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, who knows how many, you know, I have two, right now I'm in like 2.7 million people have visited the website. I don't Whoa. know if, I don't know. I don't, is that big? I, I think it's big. It's it seems lot. big. Yeah. It's a lot, lot of people. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe if even 5%, you know, what if the vegan percent that, what is it? Seven what two percent of the how much of the world is vegan like actually v is probably yeah. like one less than one percent to be honest okay like actually pers- a, not, yeah. not just identifies i mean actually yeah. is like is yeah, yeah. but even if one yeah. percent of that group uh, who's mm. visited it has made a change i mean it's, just, it's a lot of or, people yeah or just planted a seed so um of course yeah, yeah. it's amazing and yeah. it's it's you know it's it's not surprising based on what you what we talked about earlier like you know people are moved because they have the dog on their lap they have the cat in the house you know because mm-hmm. you guys you also talk about cat meat as well i think right or you just a little we we no we i, I it's funny because i when i started this i was like and then i'll do a cat meat site and i i actually decided against it i think cats are too okay. funny I think, okay. <laughs> I think, I, and I think, I think cat, I think it's, yeah, it's too ridiculous. Nobody, it's just, they're, they're too small, I think. Right. Well, I guess so, the point was, is like, <laughs> it's a good point, actually. Yeah. Um, but wait, when you mentioned about, you know, the people who are so attached to the dogs, right? That's why yeah. it, it gets yeah. them so much. And then when you consider that all the things that we, we were just talking about earlier, which we didn't address this yet, the mm-hmm. gas chambers, that's not mm-hmm. a joke. That's real. Pigs mm-hmm. get gas gas to death in gas chambers. Mm-hmm. And we were joking about that happening to dogs. Uh, and we weren't joking. We were serious at the time. But yeah. if somebody thought that was serious, oh my God, you know, a gas chamber is a gas chamber, whether it's a dog or a pig. That's a very good way to have somebody realize this is no, you know, it's, it's sickening. Most people are sickened when they hear about pigs in gas chambers. Mm-hmm. But it, it tends to like, sometimes it's not quite enough to shock them enough to make them actually do something. But dogs in gas chambers well that is enough mm-hmm. nine nine people out of ten in the west are going to be livid about that and mm-hmm. then when you oh no it's not that's not true but it is true for pigs it's a good it's a good bridge to other animals which are you know they've been so we're conditioned to see them differently aren't we mm-hmm. you know they've been reduced so much mm-hmm. and then again with all the things you were saying you were reducing dogs to like nothing but products for like a good 20 minutes mm-hmm. that is a great way for people to realize just how much that's already been done to them for mm-hmm. pigs and cows and chickens and goats. Right. You know, society's done that to them from birth and now you're trying to do it for dogs and it doesn't feel good. Mm-mm. Well, you know, shouldn't have been done to all these other animals either. So it doesn't surprise yeah. me that that people make the connection quickly and you get messages like that. And, right. and not everyone's going to call you, but you know, you yeah. are going to be having that same impact on a lot of people who just don't have the guts to call you or email you. There's no doubt about it. So mm-hmm. it is it is truly incredible, I think. Well, it's interesting that um and I just I just shared this on my personal Twitter account that it was like and I realized I'm like I need to do more of this because my social media content is coming word mostly word for word from farmers. So um the word dog breaks the spell of of language, you know. Um right, right. this this person was saying 
the one I shared was it was a and it it was a picture of the a beautiful picture of the feet of de- of a dead sheep I believe, and they said they were saying it's always such a shame when they pass away you know a, you know two weeks before they were meant to be slaughtered you know what a waste of what a way to waste of money and product and a unit the, a, a unit of sale. I did the exact same thing just with dog feet laying in the grass. And suddenly you're just like, what the fuck? Like it, it yeah. is just, the language is there and it's, it's, it, we've, we've, we've been so desensitized. We don't even see it. Yeah. And it's funny how just switching one thing and suddenly it, it becomes, it becomes what it is again. Absolutely. I saw you did it recently with this. I'm not, I'm not going to roast this person yet. Maybe I'll do it in a separate video. So I'll just say, just, I'll just be neutral for now. This, you, this, uh, um, influencer on Instagram, she'd gone ex vegan and she'd written mm-hmm. out this essay of crap. I, I, I guess, did you write this yourself for the post? No, or? I, no, I just took her post and put in dog. That's what I mean. You did that, right? Yeah. So you're, yeah. you're, you're actually behind the, all the socials, right? This I'm is you. Just, you're I'm your the, team. Elwood's dog meat is just me. No, that's amazing. That's amazing. That makes it so much more impressive. And the people <laughs> do that to me as well. They're like, oh, you've got a team. And I'm like, I say I have a team, but it's just, it's no, just me. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> say we, we makes it so much more fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 totally. Well, I mean, it's myself and my partner, but like yeah. if you, it's mostly me on, on the socials. And so I, I, yeah. I get that, you know, the team yeah. makes it sound more pro. Right. But, yeah. um, yeah, I like that you did this. So you took her post, right? This this Instagram mm-hmm. influencer, and uh, you took all of her bullshit, and you just switched out it, all the anti-vegan, pro-vegan stuff for like anti-dog uh-huh. and pro-dog meat. Uh-huh. And it just you, you're right. It, it that spells over. It, it went from being, I mean, to the average viewer, this post it's was like, oh my god, heartfelt. Yeah. Blessed. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so heartfelt. She, I mean, I've, I, I feel like crap doing that to an, you know, to a a person whose face is recognizable. Usually I, usually they have 2 million followers. I feel they're a public person. Um, but usually, yeah, yeah, I usually wouldn't use like the picture of a farmer when I'm roasting them. I would, but this was just, yeah, yeah, it was so heartfelt. She was, she, she's genuinely having a personal struggle about her choices and she's not, she's not thinking about it in, the terms of the animal's experience, but her own. Mm, so yeah. uh, then when you add the word dog, suddenly you're just like, yeah, but you just want to shake her. You're like, what are you doing? Right, right. And all, all the most of the comments under the actual post are all like, you do you, babe. Uh, like, you know, <laughs> what's that thing? I, I think I responded to it with some really typical, like, kind of like quote. I don't know. You know, those kind of like just just motivational quotes that mean <sighs> nothing. I yeah. hate them so much. They're so they're so empty, but like people say them and it's like there's loads of that under it. But then yeah, like you're right. If if your version of the post was up, it wouldn't have been like that, would it? People would no. have been like, You need to walk that back and um uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, think about uh, what you're doing. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> there must be some other way, you know. <laughs> Uh, totally. Yeah. But I mean, about your point about the celebrities thing, I like that you don't single out farmers. But I, and I think that's a good tactic. I agree with you. Unless the farmer is already on Public. the socials, thro- yes. exactly throwing themselves around, like if they're a TikTok farmer or yeah. something like that, or they're a farmer in your comment section giving you loads of crap, then I think it's yeah. like, look, mate, yeah. you, you've done this to yourself. <laughs> like, right. You well, know, and- um, I actually, I had a really touching interaction with a farmer. um, Okay. That was, so I can receive text messages 
to my phone number as this, you know, farm phone number as well. And I don't check right. it that often. I have to log into a website and I don't get many. And it's generally, it's generally there's kids being like pug bacon. I want pug bacon. Right. But it was, it, the number one order, the number one order on all my voicemails, pug bacon. Um, but it was a farmer who was saying like, first, you know, she's, she's mad. She knows she's, she figures, she knows what I'm doing. She's just, mm. she's like, you know, how dare you, you know, trivialize our work. This is hard work. And then she, it was, I'm, and I'm totally paraphrasing. I'm just going to give you the, the feel of what she said, which was this work is so hard and it is so painful and it is not easy to kill our own animals. And it is, it, I don't do this, but people keep buying it. And this is the only way we're going to survive is if, you know, as a family is if we keep running this farm, you know, and how, how dare, how dare you, you know, turn this into a joke and target, target these people when we're just doing what people ask. And I, I was like, this is farm content here. And I turned that into farm content being like, as a dog meat farmer, I don't even want to farm dogs. You know how hard it is to kill dogs mm. every day, but this is the only way I'm going to make money. And as long as you're still paying for it, this is how I have to do it. I mean, and, and it's so true because that's what we do do to farmers. We right. other them, we put them, we, they, they live in rural isolation, working long hours, hurting, you know, this is the high, high rates of suicide, high rates of, you know, depression, divorce, mm. um, uh, uh, similar to similar to slaughterhouse workers with they are living on the edge and we put them there by paying for this food you know they that is part of the vegan movement too is how do we help society create a better world for people so mm. um i was i was really moved by it and i i thanked her i was just like i i totally understand and you know it may not look that way to you but i'm on your side too so that's why mm. i don't I try not to target farmers unless they're like, yeah. Yeah, I get you. I think, yeah, I, I, I think I'm mostly, I think there's definitely a line and you'll, you'll probably have come across some actual farmers who are like, not like that, but for sure oh there, my are, God. there are farmers. Oh yeah. yeah go, go, I have, go on I that. Have, oh fun. God. I have, <laughs> I have some, uh, farmers on Instagram whom are continuous sources of content for me. Um, one woman, burned down her entire pig farm. Well, she, uh, I, that makes it sound like she did it on purpose. Her pig farm burned down with right, all the okay. animals in it. And she was, she was, it was a picture of her holding a little piglet. And she's like, you would never, she's like, this is the, you know, the newest birth at our farm. I just want to let you know, like we've come so far in the last year when this happened, but you know, I'm so glad to be able to be back and working. And then I was like, what happened? And so I looked up the, mm. the news story and then I took her quotes where she was just like, this was hard for all of us. It was hard for the workers, but we will rebuild and we don't feel bad for ourselves. And I did the, we did, I did the math of how, and it was like 18,000 animals died because of mm. piglets, because they were pregnant mothers in this, in this place. And I was like, this person, yeah, it's, it, it, it's so, it's so sick. But again, we, I don't know, you know, it's the world, it's the world we live in. And mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's well, while they keep on doing this stupid shit, at least it's uh, it's well, it's easy for you to keep making content, first of all, yeah. with this direct inspiration. Yeah. And yeah. secondly, when people do get mad, you know, you've got you've always got the option to be like, hey, I picked this up straight from this article. Right. And then you could even yeah. you know what I mean? That's that's going to be a very and powerful. That's what I really like is um, like that's that's actually why kind of like interviewing in character is hard because 
I, I love to be able to point to my source material and be like, no, I'm, I'm not making this up. This is exactly how you talk about things because farmers like to say that vegans are twisting their words and you're like, Mm -hmm. nope, I'm saying the same thing that you're saying. And suddenly people are mad, you know? Yeah, totally. So you've been criticized by farmers, which was expected. Um, (laughs) but I know that I'm going to assume because I have been criticized also by vegans have right. you, you've had the same crap, oh, so the crap yeah. I had, I'll tell you briefly what I had, and then you oh, can please. tell, you, you probably have a lot more. What I had was someone was very upset because, um, dogs are uh, like all other animals are the victims of, of various different uses right. and abuses, which is true. And by doing this, I am like acting like they aren't. And I, uh, I'm joking, making jokes at their expense. I'm laughing at their, 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 you know, the disadvantaged yeah. ones, the ones that are actually being abused, I'm laughing about it. So I'm I'm a disgrace for that, basically. And not a real vegan. I think that was the other yeah. the other one. These people tend to go for the you're not a real vegan pretty quickly, I've I've noticed. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was the one I had. Um is yours anything like that? Anything similar? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's bullet point number one. Yeah. One is um <laughs> dogs are and they are. And it's funny because I yeah. also just see people with companion dogs and I don't think they treat them very well at all either. I actually don't think that I don't think that people love dogs as much as they say they do. You know, they don't. No, they don't, totally. Dog, dogs don't have autonomy. Dogs are uh, dressed up in silly costumes. They are just, yeah. you know, it's, it, I, yeah, I feel lots of pain for dogs. And oh, pe- um, people love how dogs make them feel. They don't love the dogs. That's exactly, how it is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I thought about that too, being how does, how, how is it to, I mean, and also the same question is I'm also showing pictures of actual dead animals. You know, that's not very vegan of me either to be, you know, so there, there is a fuzziness to it that I'm willing to, you know, overlook because of that. Right. I don't, I don't think that anybody is going to be, um, treating dogs any worse or any, you know, any worse because of this, anybody who is already mistreating a dog. Um, but, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. So I get, I get that. I also have this funny, my funny thought is that, um, dogs love people so much that I'm sure they love other animals. This is me anthropomorphizing dogs. I think dogs maybe are, uh, they would be happy to do this. They'd be happy to be part of this joke if it made the world better because dogs have good hearts, right? right? I don't know. I don't have a dog. I don't have a dog. I'd say, (laughs) I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. (laughs) They just feel like, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, dogs, dogs are pretty cool. Uh, I'm a dog person over, over cat, but although I live in Turkey right now and there are a lot of amazing street cats out here. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, cats are warming. I'm becoming warmer to cats oh. as the days go by. Yeah. Um, but I still, there's some awesome dogs out here too. The street dogs and cats out here, by the way, they're pretty much like local pets. They, they're not really, mm-hmm. they're not like dying. And at least in uh, this city, they're not like dying and sick. They're actually like just street pets. Like, so they're, pr- mm-hmm. they're really like good condition. They're dirty, but they're like healthy. So it's really cool yeah. to just, like go hang out with them. I um, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Pr- true free range, actually. Yeah. <laughs> free range. Yeah. Yeah. They've had a good life, so no matter what. Um, exactly. But I know, I mean, the jokes and stuff. So I would say, like, my main response, I, don't, I didn't ever respond to this, by the way. And, and, yeah. and, um, but if this, if this is useful to you, take it. This is how I would respond. Yeah. Is that like, so the photos thing, regardless of whether you use the photo or not, the, 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 the photo exists out in the world, the photos of meat. You didn't take it. You didn't buy any meat. You, you didn't do it. You just got it, I guess, off Google. 
uh, it's already done. Someone who's using that photo is most likely using it to sell meat. You're using it to try and get people to go vegan. When I put mm -hmm. photos of meat in my videos, it's the same. And I'm, if I'm making a joke or whatever, even if I'm not, if mm -hmm. it's the same as what you're doing, if there's mockery in there or some kind of satire to get a point across, it doesn't make what you're doing worse than say what Ed does, you know, on his video. It, you're both yeah. using a photo and image to try mm -hmm. and get people to go vegan. So I don't think the photos yeah. are a thing. Um, about mocking the, the plight of dogs, I don't think either of us was mocking the plight yeah. of dogs. It's a totally fabricated thing. You know, it, if we were mocking Cambodian dog farms, that's a whole separate thing. Yeah. We're not. We're mocking a non-existent farm. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's, we're, we're making a mock, making a, sorry, satire about a non-existent farm. So I, right. you know, but it, it's, um, it's not the vegans you're trying to, imp trying to yeah. like, get to or impress. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter exactly, what they yeah. think, to be honest. Anyway. Yeah. And I have, yeah. then there's, there's the, you know, vegans who are saying that I'm in it for profit and God, if, the, if I can make a profit off this, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I wish I could figure that out. Um, yeah. so, yeah. and then, and then, yeah, the saying, you know, comparing it to the, to the, uh, dog meat happening in other parts of the world. And, um, mm. it's just like, these are parallel problems. They're not the, it's not the, it's not the same thing. So. No, yeah. of course not. And and the money thing, by the way, I I mean, I don't know. I guess this is this your first kind of introduction to being like public in the vegan world, like putting your putting oh, yourself out there. Yeah, and... no, no. I'm just uh, I'm I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So this yeah, is definitely. like your first outing into it. So just mm -hmm. I'll just give you a heads up now. I've been in this for a little while. And, mm -hmm. and you ask ask anyone if you get the chance, ask anyone who's in the public sphere, like your Eds, your Joeys, just people yeah. who are doing videos, whatever. Yeah. Every single one of them will tell you they've been accused of doing it for money by vegans, all of yeah. us. Vegans have this aversion to making money and, and supporting <laughs> yourself while being an activist. I don't know what it is. They want you to do 40 hours a week in like a, I don't know, a cafe and yeah. have time to be a full-time activist. They, that's right. what they want. That, that's the ideal. Right. Get a real job and, and you know, don't, don't take donations. That should go to a sanctuary, but you should still be an activist. And it's like, mate, it's not, you know, you've got to get money. <laughs> you need to yeah. do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I yeah do that this, just comes with the, comes with the territory. I do this on top of a full-time job and I got to say it's a wow. lot. It's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, a it's a lot. If I could figure out how to do this full-time. I imagine, I mean, I'm sure like as it grows and if, as it, you know, expands, I mean, um, mm -hmm. you, there'll probably be opportunities out yeah. there for some kind of, yeah. you know, funding I, I, to help, to help I do keep it afloat. I do stuff. have a, I did get a grant for this, which is oh, why, nice. so it helps all the grant helps, um, like I had a, I had a mobile billboard in Vegas with it. Um, oh, and yeah, it helped I and I get to pay for, um, you know, someone like I got, I to pay for some legal advice to make sure I'm not going to get sued. I get to get, you know, help with my <laughs> website and, um, some things, just, anything just to make it easier so I can keep, keep doing it has been, right. it's been really nice. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's really impressive that you're doing it on top of a full-time job. I've I've been there too um, before yeah. I started doing this full-time, so I know how it is. Lunch yeah. break, every lunch break. <laughs> Checking your on the phone. phone. <laughs> oh my God. I, yeah, I had a, I had a, I remember having like some kind of, it, it went viral and then I, I like found out it went viral at like 7.30 in the morning and I had to be at work at 8.30. And I, I, I'm a, I'm a, co I'm a, a copywriter, so I'm like working okay. remotely anyway, but it's just like, you're in a meeting just trying to like, don't look at your phone. Don't look at your phone. <laughs> yeah, I know. It'll it. still I, be I there. Totally... It'll... Yeah. Yeah. But then you want to see it, you know, cause it's like you, you refresh and it's, it's gone up like another what? 
oh. your thousands of refresh again, got, and you're like, holy shit. It's um, it's uh, I was saying that it's like um. It's a party that I can't, I don't get a chance to, like, I'm hosting a party, but I don't get to, like, talk to anybody. I just, like, I go in the comments and I'm like, oh, my God, everyone is having such a great time and I do not right. have to, I can't even, you know, I can, like, like something and then I have to leave, so. Yeah, I feel you, I feel you. Well, I mean, yeah, hopefully one day this is, I mean, I, I got, I'm thinking about how you could expand it. I mean, like, an, oh, an Elwood's podcast and, oh, you've got oh, a plan. Cool. I've got a well, plan. that was going to that was going to be my last question then, actually. What, what, if you can give us a little bit of a taste of what does the future hold for Elwood's organic dog meat? It, you know, it's funny. It's really, it's, it's small stuff kind of, but it just, it makes me happy is, um, I have a email list now that's probably like, I don't know, a couple thousand people have an email list, but I didn't ever know what I wanted to share with people because I was like, do I, is it, is it a roundup what I've been doing? And I, that just, just, that sounds like work. That's not exciting to right. me. And I just realized I'm going to mimic, um, the humane, humane farms emails that are just like, we have a new, here's our new sale. So I can just, it's again, copy paste. So I'm going to make, I'm going to make an email that people I'm hoping that vegans can forward to, to non-vegans and be like, Oh my God, what's this? Just another way to, drive right. people into the into my trap um <laughs> i am going to be working on a horse farm soon that's going to be a very bougie horse farm that like it's a ranch that it's a destination place where you can ride them and eat them um and just because i think i think that the horse people are probably horse people are just as passionate as dog people and so if i can Oof, infiltrate yeah. infiltrate it's a smaller market but they might be more angry no they've they've got more money than average mm -hmm. the average person because they're like usually you have to be yes. rich to have a horse right simple as that yeah and um so they'll be they'll feel more entitled right mm -hmm. how mm -hmm. how dare you exist that's what yes. it'll be like they i can put my funding to stop you that's what it'll exactly. be like i'll stop you so that's great i'm i'm excited about just this bougie aspect of the same thing like really attacking foodie space like just mm. delicate delicate meat strips of meat and something and that's what you get when you come to our white tablecloth restaurant and you know so yeah right. but i that's about that's uh kind of the scale of things right now for the next year and trying cool. to get up a billboard if anybody knows anyone who owns land that i can put a billboard on turns out people cool. don't want a dog meat billboard they don't want to help put that up. shocker <laughs> and uh do you have any plans to get any celebs on board maybe like peter singer for example oh my god yeah so <laughs> i was just at the animal and vegan what ava animal vegan advocacy summit and uh Peter Singer was actually the ne next door to me in my ho my hotel room. He was the next door over. And I had locked myself out of my hotel room. And I was trying to like, I was digging through my purse trying to find my keys and Peter Singer shows up. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I think that's, and he had his name tag on. I was like, so I say out loud, I was like, I thought I knew who you were. And he's like, mm, hi, he's trying to get into his room to get away from me. And uh, <laughs> I immediately reached into my coat pocket. And I was like, I, I do vegan activism. I have this, I have this dog meat site and I handed it to him and he he opens it and he gives a little chuckle and it goes into his hotel room and I'm like there's my Peter Singer story I give an all the dog meat brochure to him so brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. maybe maybe you could get him to do like I get him to do oh, something man. a quote yeah. would be hilarious wouldn't it or you know someone like like Peter Singer's great because of obviously his, his history in animal rights or, or even outside of that somebody generally 
like famous and vegan to to you know put put the name to this or something or, or oh, yeah. you know to put it out would be pretty cool like I... um you know not not a vegan celeb but a celeb who is vegan so like a, a normie let's say you know yes. and get them to push I, it to the I did have oh my gosh what is her name I hate myself for not knowing this. There's a vegan celebrity, a celebrity who happens okay. to be vegan, and cool. I sent her. She, she became a big fan. She made a bunch of she made a bunch of stories about it on Instagram, and I sent her a, sent her a T-shirt. And she has a reality show, and I was really hoping that she would uh, wear my shirt on a reality show. <laughs> if I can just get my shirt on someone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, keep going for it. I mean, I'm yeah. sure eventually some someone. I mean, the thing is these days. I mean, God, Kanye just wore a White Lives Matter T-shirt. So I mean, you know, people are up for wearing controversial T-shirts these days. So oh my maybe, God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I had. Maybe... <laughs> there's a um, and I'm this is this is where I need to get better at this. I don't. I'm not good with names, and I forget. There's a there was a a young guy who a, I think a British British guy who has a small like goth punk band in somewhere in England. And he was right. wearing, he was wearing my hat at one of his, one of his shows. And I was like, Oh my God, this could totally be like a punk thing. You know, like it's just right. Woods, and it's just like, if you know, you know, I didn't even know you had like that. I know it was a t-shirt. I didn't know it was a hat. <laughs> There's a lot. I so I even have candles. Like I have a, a pug baking candle. <laughs> um, and I, yeah, no, I, I found out you can just make things online. And so I have a lot of shirts that are like print on demand and hoodies and things. So it's just, um, I have a, I have a, a an acquaintance who is a, like a, a, he's a scientist who works at um, Berkeley and he, he's like an esteemed scientist who's like got a Wikipedia page about him and he wears an Elwood dog meat sweatshirt to events. And I'm just like, amazing. Just, that's fantastic. Yeah. I can yeah. see it taking off. Cause like, I wasn't joking about the Kanye thing. I mean, people are looking for T-shirts and things that cause a, a, a ruckus. You know what I mean? They like right. to kick things off. This is with a cause, obviously. But yes. even some people, some people who are vegan, that you know, they might wear it just literally just to get people like riled. Some people just enjoy riling people up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, it ticks a few boxes. Like if you're that kind of person that likes to see people getting annoyed and you're uh -huh. vegan, this is the T-shirt uh -huh. to wear, right? <laughs> it's perfect. It, and the conversations, um, the conversations are really great. And uh, yeah. so I, I was just wearing this T-shirt on an airplane. It just says Elwood's dog meat over and over. And at the very bottom, it says uh, delicious dog. Right, um, right. And I wore it on an airplane and a woman came up to me and she's, she's like, oh, do you have, she, she can't even comprehend what she's seeing. She goes, oh, do you have a dog? And I said, no, I have a company. <laughs> And I handed her one of my cards and the card doesn't say anything about dog food. It's, it's definitely adds an ad for dog meat. The woman re misreads it. She goes, Oh, mm. dog food. Do you have a subscription service? And I said, Oh yes, it's on the website. Just go. And she pockets the card and leaves, but you are able to have so many conversations with people that are not about veganism. They're about mm. the, I, I mean, not about them going vegan. It's about veganism right. as an idea that is just, it's, it removes them from the conversation. It just becomes, yeah, less. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Like it get, helps, it can remove that barrier. That's like, you're not, you're not putting them on blast. You're actually, they're putting you on blast actually, uh -huh. which is, which is great. Uh -huh. right. They get yeah. to be aggressive yeah. and then have a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Well, I mean, I love it. I, obviously, that's why I invited you on. I think it's awesome. And I'm going to take a look and see um, about the merch um, and see if we can get some over here to Turkey because I, I especially want a hat. I, I didn't know they something. existed. 
I'd love to send you something. Yeah. I did not know hats existed. I've been looking for like a kind of like getting around daily hat because this one's getting a bit wrecked and I use it for videos, Uh you know, so it can't get wrecked. Uh So I need something else. I think this would be Uh perfect. (laughs) Yeah. So let's look at it's a very ugly it's a very ugly hat, but it it definitely looks like you work for a farm. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Is ready to uh, you wanted to add that I've missed out? No, uh just make sure if uh if you're interested in sharing this with anybody, um elwooddogmeat.com is the website. Um I'm on all social media as Elwood Dog Meat, except for Instagram where I've been taken down multiple times. So it's Elwood's Organic Dog on Instagram. Uh it, it's really helpful to share and to share without without your vegan context, just sharing it and saying like what the fuck is this? Or I can't believe this is legal or something like that really drives people to their emotions take over and they have to have that experience without the vegan lens. So perfect. Yeah. I it's, you obviously, you know, you know what you're doing. It is working. So yeah, people um, give that a go and, and let us know in the comments how it went for you. Uh, you know, give it, or if you've already done this and you've, you've had people kick off, please let us know in the comments. We'll both be there. Won't we having a look? I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, so let us know and we'll uh, we'll respond there as well if uh, you know I do you have you're on YouTube right you have a YouTube yes, account I think I've yeah. seen it yeah yes. cool so so yeah we'll be there in the comments too thank thanks thanks uh, well thanks in advance for commenting and thank you Molly for coming on and enlightening us with this it's been it's been amazing to learn about everything here and uh, um, best of luck for the future I'm looking forward to seeing the horse, <laughs> the horse farm and whatever else you come up with thanks so much it was great speaking with you.